Two four zero five eight seven three one eight six. Two four zero five eight seven three one eight six. If you need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's two four zero five eight seven three one eight six. Two four zero five eight seven three one eight six. What's up, you guys? It's your girl Constance Annan, and you are now listening to and watching Constance the podcast. Happy Monday, everybody! It's Monday. Apparently today it snowed in Virginia. I didn't get a chance to see the snow. I haven't actually really looked out the window. I looked out the window like right before filming and it's five o'clock right now. So I take everybody's word for it. If they said it snowed, it snowed. It looks real gloomy, which is crazy because it was so hot and sunny last week. And I just knew it was not time to put up the coat. I brought my coat out with me every day last week just because it was natural. And I don't go anywhere, (laughs) just to the gym. But when I go to the gym, I take my coat. Um, I just forced the habit, you know, being used to the cold weather. And last week it was really hot. So every time I saw someone, they were like, it's too hot for that. But what do you know? It's cold this week. So jacket need not to go anywhere. It will, it will remain with me. It's Monday. You guys, yesterday was Sunday. Yesterday, bad boys club came on the bad boys club episodes. They're not terrible. They're pretty good. I just hate all the arguing. I hate arguing and on any reality TV show. So it's like, ask me, Constance, why do you watch reality TV show if you hate arguing? I just feel like people need to know themselves. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know I do not like violence at all. I will never tell somebody, go beat up X, Y, and Z. But to me, I don't understand the point of arguing if you're not going to escalate it to going to beat up X, Y, Z on a reality TV show. Okay? Only on a reality TV show. I mean, for real, for real, I don't understand the purpose of arguing. But on reality TV shows... If this argument is going to escalate to something, just be quiet. Like, I just hate hearing the back and forth. And if I hate hearing the back and forth, I can't imagine that you're enjoying the back and forth on the show. Kiriana Milan got the arguing. Kiriana is always in something. And I actually, deep down, feel for Kiriana. I like the character Kiriana. I really, I, that that's like a top cast member for me. And yesterday's episode, it was just a lot of low blows being taken. Um, yeah, it was just... That's, this is all I can do. The head shaking. That's all. That's the only emotion and feel that I can give you guys. Um, <laughs> really sad episode. I I don't even know what next week's episode is going to be about, but hopefully it's a little more. Oh, I think next week's episode is actually going to sh- shoot the fair one. I'm like, y'all should have been did that. All this talking and arguing. Just scrap, get it over with, move on to the next thing. Okay, boom. Speaking of the next thing, yesterday was the season finale of Force. Force is um, a spinoff from Power. It's Tommy's storyline really good okay y'all know I've been on here talking about shit about force but I think force picked up in yesterday's episode I liked it I saw the Tommy that I've been dying to see I can't wait to see where it goes you know next season um the ending was very like okay let's see what you're doing okay 50 come on bring it up bring it up bring it up bring it up so I'm really excited and by bring it up I mean come on just come on I don't know why I chose the phrase bring it up but bring it up okay um, so we're going to get into word association. After word association, we will do advice column submissions. Then we'll do the let's get deep card. Then we'll end it. By now, y'all should already know how it goes. You know, <gasps> The outfit. I didn't even get into the outfit. Oh, my God. Okay. So today's look. This ain't really the look look. Remember last time I was like, the next time I come back, it's going to be a look look. This is definitely giving chill. This is something I will wear to hang out with my friends for five minutes. Okay. <laughs> like this is not a it look, but it's a look. Okay. It is a maxi dress that I, um, am wearing as a regular dress. It's a hooded dress. Actually. Um, I thrifted the dress, but the brand is fashion Nova. I think it's cute. The long line jacket that I have over top of it. Got it from rainbow, just long line denim jacket. Then we got the shoes, new balance. 
my 990s, and then I have these cute Y2K glasses that I got from Walmart. Then I got my earrings that Ashley gave me for Christmas. Just cute, casual outfit. I think it's well put together. Um, okay, let's get into word association. So those of you that are new here, all we got a bunch of topics in this bowl. One word of topics, we pull them out. I give you guys my take on the topics. I pick out five per episode. Let's fucking go. Okay. This one is, ooh, gold digging. I have never been a gold digger. During my whole phase, I would have told you I was a, a, an aspiring gold digger, but I wasn't going after niggas with real money. I was going after niggas that, like, bought me a little $6 Chipotle bowl. I don't think there's anything wrong with gold digging, to be 100% honest. If that's what you're going for and the people that you fucking with are cool with you gold digging, gold dig by all means. But some people be fake gold digging, like me. I used to be a fake gold digger. Like I said, a lot of people do be fake gold digging. It's like, you, know, you say you want a nigga with money, but then you look at the niggas you be with, and then them niggas just don't really be having money. Then I always see the argument that people don't want gold diggers, and it's like, I don't really think you got anything to gold dig for, so I don't think you need to be worried about gold diggers. I think real gold diggers, I think real gold diggers date people that know they being gold digging. Like that's a that's a that's a that's a type. Like people like gold diggers, and gold diggers go after a specific type. Nigga, you got to be rich to be gold digged after. If you ain't really a gold digger, then you ain't being gold digged. But I'm not. I'm not fond of. Not I'm not fond of. That's just not something that I do. I don't really look at people for for the money. I would like you to have some money because I have some money, but it's not like, oh, you got to have money, 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 money. That's just not something that I'm into like that for real. But I don't shit on anybody that gold digs. If that's what you're doing and your partner's cool with it and it's working for you, honey, it is good. by all means, go for it, get to it, get with it. Like I said, I, I was an aspiring gold digger. When I was younger, I remember, whole face constants, by the way, I remember I tried to do the seeking arrangements thing because somebody was like, oh, I'm on seeking arrangements, seeking arrangements, and I found a sugar daddy. So I'm like, okay. Let's see if I can find something. But I actually never really went through with it. I think I, like, looked at it, was getting ready to start, and then never really fell through with it. I'm just not meant for that. I've never been the person that was dating somebody that was giving them fat stacks and fat wads of money. It'd be looking nice. It'd be looking cool. But that just ain't the life that I live. Shout out to the girls that have been able to get, get far, get by that far. Never been a getting money. You know, I don't know how to even really ask for money. Like, I always get nervous asking for money. I don't know why. I think because I'm so used to doing everything myself, I never really had the parents that I could ask for money from. So over time, I've just adopted the habit of doing everything myself. And so now when it comes to even being in a relationship and asking for stuff, I'm just so shy and nervous about it. Like, I'll ask. Don't get me wrong, but I'll, it'll take me a while to ask. I'm not, I'm not a confident, like, can I have some money, girl. Shout out to the girls that know how to just put their wrist out and say, I need this much and... Shout out to the people that be giving them that much. I don't know how to ask for it. And it just seems like something so simple, but when the moment comes and you're like, okay, I really want this. How do I ask for it? It's just like, what the fuck do I say? Because I never want to come across as a user. Also, I feel like if I ask too much, I feel like only asking when I need it. Like if I can do it myself, I'd rather just do it myself. Sometimes I'll ask Ashley for money and she'll be like, yeah. And I'll just be like, okay, never mind. Just joking. Because <laughs> I want to save that time for if I really need it. Not that I have a limit on how much I can ask for. I just, I'm not comfortable asking people for shit. Just in general. I used to be a, I used to call myself a finesser. Like, I would 
I would take pride in finessing niggas for rides, finessing niggas for dollars, finessing for dollars, literally dollars. Just like, you know, finessing, like, you can't finesse the finesse that I used to be my slogan. Like, I'm a finesser. Don't get me wrong. I could finesse some shit. I really can. But, or I used to be able to. I think I, I think I still got the finesse in me. I'm sure I could bring it out. But not with somebody that I like, you know? I think if I'm trying to finesse somebody, I don't really give too much fucks about them. But if I care about you, I don't want to use you. It's the it's the using energy. That's how it feels when I'm like constantly asking for stuff. But I understand that that's not really what it is. It, that's not really what it is. It's intention. And I think for me, I just don't need a lot, so I don't ask for a lot. So that's it. All, all in all, I can't be a gold digger. Okay, I can't. I cannot school you girls on how to get somebody with money. I just can't. Don't get me wrong, I'll end up with somebody with some money, but I can't school you on how to work that nigga for their money. That's not, this is not the podcast for that. I could never tell you how to get somebody to give you $100,000. I was with my friend the other day. She was like, oh, he just this guy just sent me $150. I'm thinking to myself, damn, like, damn, like, y'all really be getting the money. But this is the thing. Let me be fair. I don't know if I believe that you can really get money from a nigga or get money from somebody without giving up that, the, that pussy. Like, I don't know anybody... That gets money from niggas, bitches, whatever. That gets money from motherfuckers. Let's be clear, y'all. When I say niggas, niggas is gender neutral, okay? I don't know anybody that can get money from motherfuckers without motherfuckers, niggas, whatever. I don't know anybody that can get money from anybody without fucking. People love to tell that story, but I don't know anybody that has successfully gotten some shit without fucking fucking. I ain't talking about $1, $2. I ain't talking about a ride up the street. I'm talking about when you get big, like when you get cash like that. You had to fuck for it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But I just, you know, that's just, whatever. All I'm saying is gold digging. Gold digging be sounding cool, but you be putting that pussy on a nigga for the shit, don't you? So it's like, you selling your pussy? It's like classy, classy prostitution. Motherfuckers probably gonna hate me for that one, but it is what it is. If you can finesse a nigga without fucking him, motherfucking round of applause. I ain't talking about you. But I think for the most part, girls be having to put that pussy on a nigga. We gonna skip. I don't know why I put that in there. Journaling. Y'all know I love journaling. I love journaling. What's crazy is I got into journaling when I was into the whole, like, manifestation, law of attraction, laws of the universe thing. And as much as I say that that belief or that uh, faith system isn't for me, I, that's when I started to get into a lot of my personal development because a lot of the whole, I don't even know what to really call it, but a lot of that manifestation practice has to do with, I think getting to, to the root of what you want, finding inner peace and, and, and attracting goodness, you know? And so anyways, I got into journaling, uh, and practicing all of that stuff. And so I don't ever want to talk about it as if I shit on it. Like, first of all, I I am not against, how can I say this? I will never shit on anybody's beliefs. You know, you believe whatever you believe. I just acknowledge that I serve a living God. I serve an almighty God and I don't serve the universe. That is just the, the, the distinction that I make. But from all of that practice, like I said, I got into journaling and journaling has saved my life, um, it has made me so much more comfortable with talking to myself, um, you know, taking time to meditate, taking time to just get to know me and, and feeling comfortable with my thoughts. That is one thing journaling has done in reading bamboozle by Jesus. 
there was uh, one, in one of the chapters, uh, Iman talks about how she made a list of things that she wanted for her dream home. And so the other day I journaled out everything that I wanted for my dream life. And it was kind of my like agreement with God. And I felt like if I hadn't gotten into journaling, if I, first of all, if I hadn't gotten into journaling and all that stuff, I don't think I'd even be reading books like uh, Bamboozled by Jesus. I don't think I'd be on this self-development journey if I hadn't gotten into journaling. Uh, journaling made me realize like my insecurities in my, like my insecurities, you know, it brought a lot of my insecurities to the forefront. And so it uh, forced me to tackle them head on. And anyways, so I made that list of what I thought my dream life, of what I thought my dream life would be. And it was kind of my contract with God. And I'm like, all right, God, these are things I want. You're going to have to, you know, do what it do to make me get there. Um, and yeah, I say all of that to say that that journaling is something that I really do treasure. Um, it's, it's not always me making, it is, I, I make a lot of lists in my journal, but that's just, I'm like a bulleter. But anyways, I've decided to journal every night nowadays. I've been documenting my life, which is why I've been doing like the month vlogs and just kind of letting, I do the month vlogs and then I journal just so I can document everything that I've been going through because I know I'm about to hit stardom. And when I hit stardom, I want to be able to to remember everything that I went through. Um, maybe one day we'll turn my journal into a book. Probably not. Probably fucking not. I don't know why I said that. Probably not. But journaling is just my piece. Like, I don't need a lot in this world except for a fucking notebook, paper, and pen. I guess the paper comes in the notebook. I just write in my journal and I feel I feel at ease. I feel at peace and I feel good. Journaling is something I'm telling you, you guys, you got to get into. I think the greatest thing about it is that it has allowed me to see my insecurities. Like, when you're sitting there, when I'm sitting there and I'm writing out all the thoughts that are in my head, I read it and I'm like, okay, Constance, you're just... You're talking yourself into circles. Okay, Constance, you're you're forcing yourself to believe this. I just see a lot rather than keeping that shit all up in my brain. It just allows me to, to release my thoughts somewhere. And that is very therapeutic for me. I'm not in therapy. I talked to you guys about how I'm not against the, the, the concept of therapy, the idea of therapy, the practice of therapy. Like, if you need therapy, go for it. But I'm not in therapy right now. And I feel like journaling is a great way for me to stay on top of my mental health. Mental health is very important to me, um, especially because it's not something that I was raised up. I was not born into a family that focused on mental health. And so now I take it upon myself to do all that I can to make sure that I am in the perfect or best of headspace, let me say. And journaling has been my key to that. So you guys, if you guys are struggling with anything, if you guys are confused about anything, if you guys are, you just feel lost, if you, if you feel unheard, if you feel alone, get into journaling and fall in love with being with yourself. Okay. Next word is Ultimatum on Netflix. Have y'all watched the show Ultimatum? I watched two episodes. I'm not going to lie. Shows like that don't keep me interested for a long time. But I watched the first two episodes. Spoiler alert. If you want to watch Ultimatum, pause this. Go watch it. Come back. Okay? Ultimatum has got to be one of the... Like, I was watching it I was watching it. And I was like, who signs up for a show like this? Essentially, there are a bunch of couples. I think it's six couples. One person out of the six couples has given their partner the ultimatum. The ultimatum being, are we getting married or are we not getting married? Like, will you marry me or will you not marry me? That, that, that question. And so this, this show or this exercise is designed to help those couples reach the 
answer of the ultimatum. They come, all the six couples, they come together and they essentially date each other. So like they come in as a, as their couples and then they break up and then they date each other within that. They just date each other and they try to see if the person they're with is the person that they need or that they want to get married to, or they see if they could see themselves with someone else. Essentially it's just to see if are there other, are there other people out there for them or is this the perfect person for them? That's the whole thing of the the whole purpose of the exercise, giving people the opportunity to see if they're missing out on anything, essentially. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it in in theory, it makes sense. I just find it funny that they went there. They went there with the ultimatum and like on the next episode, on the second episode, they're choosing to date other people. So I'm like, OK, y'all really didn't want to get married. It's just, that show is just crazy. That's all I can say. It didn't keep me interested, mostly because I like to watch shows that are, like, very rich in color, and it's not rich in color. I think there's, there's like, I mean, I guess it's split down the middle. I just wish it was an all-black cast. That would have kept me more interested. Uh, would have loved to see some, you know, I mean, throw some gays up in there. It just didn't really catch my attention. It's, it was funny the first couple episodes. There was uh, an instance where one of the couples got engaged, and they were, they were an original couple that got engaged. And then another another guy out of the another couple gets engaged, but the second engagement was just a fake ass engagement. That's what I'm trying to say. And I thought that that was fucking hilarious. I talked about it in one of the in one of the past episodes. It was Nate and Lauren, and Nate had already chosen two other girls. Both girls declined him, so now he's like, "All right, I'll I'll get engaged to the one that I want." To my original choice, Lauren, that's who he came there with. And Lauren says yes to the engagement. But to me, I would have been like, you just chose two other girls over me. So why the fuck are we getting engaged now? It's just, you just look at it and you're like, I don't think any of these couples should really get married. But hey, whatever. It's a it's a decent show. I'll say that much. It's all right. It just didn't keep me interested. Like I watched the first two episodes and I was like, all right, I'm cool. I guess I didn't really care to see how the the couple's ended up together. Like I didn't really care to see how the color, how the couples developed after they chose their new partners. I didn't really care to watch that, but to see like the dating process was funny to me. <laughs> okay. Next one says oversaturated industries. You know what? I really think first of all, how many have I chosen Four. Okay. So the next one said oversaturated industries. And I really do think that I don't think that any industry is oversaturated. If you want to start a business, start a business. If you want to start a podcast, start a podcast. If you want to motherfucking sell hair, sell hair. If you want to motherfucking become a hairdresser, become a hairdresser. Do whatever you want to do. If you want to be a rapper, be a rapper. The reason I think a lot of, first of all, it looks like shit is oversaturated, right? It looks like everybody's doing something. But when you really take a second to just look at it, you'll realize that motherfuckers really ain't doing shit. And this is no shade to anybody. But the reality of it is a lot of people just don't be doing shit. A lot of people say that they're going to do stuff. A lot of people start things, but a lot of people don't finish it. And so if you're not starting something because you think that it's the, the market is oversaturated, it's just not motherfucking oversaturated because motherfuckers don't finish it. A lot of things are just ideas. A lot of people are like, okay, I want to start this. Like I was talking to Ashley about this the other day. I'll come across a podcast, you know, and I'll be like, okay, this looks like a cool podcast. And I'll go and I'll look at their last episode. The last episode was in fucking 2020 or 2021. It's like, okay, you're not podcasting anymore. Like the shit looks saturated. 
but it's just not saturated. It's full of a lot of, let me try this out. And so I think you should give yourself the benefit of the doubt and try that shit out and be the one to stick it the fuck out. Cause a lot of people can't, they just don't stick through shit. And I'm not excluded. There are a lot of things that I have tried and I didn't stick through it. But there are some things that I've tried and I've stuck through it. So try the shit. See if you want to stick through it. But don't ever not start shit because you feel like shit is oversaturated. Shit just ain't oversaturated. Motherfuckers really just don't be doing shit. Motherfuckers be saying they're going to do shit. Motherfuckers dream about doing shit. But they don't do shit. Got a lot of dreamers in this world. Ain't a lot of motherfucking doers. And I think that that's good for the motherfucking doers. Because you don't really have to compete. Like it just be looking like competition. But there ain't no competition because people don't get shit done. Y'all get me? I feel like that's really all I have to say about it. I feel like it just over, like the, the ain't shit oversaturated. Do what you want to do. And the best thing about you is that nobody is you. So you have a different perspective. You understand a different problem that needs to be solved. You understand, like you can tell a story from your eye and point of view that nobody else can tell. Like you are unique and that alone makes you that alone makes that that alone should be the drive to start because there's nobody else like you in the industry. You just gotta finish it. That's it. It's just a lot of motherfuckers don't finish it. So get that shit done, okay? This is the last one. This one says trending words. Toxic, gaslight, narcissist, depression. All right. Y'all know I'm always like, okay, I don't subscribe to the mental illnesses. One time Ashley was getting on me about that, but I don't subscribe to mental illnesses, mental disorders. I don't take on those titles because I've never been diagnosed. And I think as mental illness is becoming more accepted, more talked about, people are frivolously assigning themselves with these titles, even though they're not those things. And I never want to take on the title of something without knowing exactly what it is, without fully understanding what comes with it. And I feel like it's kind of insensitive to the ones that really are going through these things and me just saying that that's what it is, even though I don't actually know what it is, you know? Um, I feel like I could have an idea of what it is, but I just don't know. So I don't want to claim that for myself without actually knowing. I'm also really big on the, the, like, I really believe that the mouth is so powerful. And so I don't want to title myself as something that I'm just not, and then have that start to be something that I'm putting on me. If I'm diagnosed, that's a different thing. But until I'm diagnosed, I'm cool. You know, I feel like everyone is just using these words and and a lot of people are misusing them. I talked to y'all about it. Like narcissist, everyone's using narcissist. Like it's fucking parsley. I just don't think that's what these words are not adjectives. Like These words are real mental illnesses, mental disorders, personality disorders. Like these are real things. Don't misuse them. I think, I think that is one thing that everybody should like take some time to educate themselves on before using it. And so if I'm not educated on the shit, I don't want to use it because that's, that they're serious. Uh, that's really how I feel. I feel like nowadays people just use anything, use any word and run with it. Like everybody swears they fucking therapist, psychiatrist, and they just ain't. So I don't play with them words. Yeah, I don't play with them words. Especially because I was growing up. When I was growing up or like my high school friends, they, I knew a lot of people, let me say, not even only high school friends, I had some friends in college. Like I knew a lot of people that were actually going through the motions and being diagnosed with these things. And, and I just never want to be insensitive and say that that's me if that's not me. You know? 
I don't know. I kind of hate that. Every, not hate. Hate's a strong word. I, I just noticed that, that everyone's using these words for fun. And it's like, those aren't the words that you use to expand your vocabulary. Go get a thesaurus and, and learn the right synonyms, antonyms, and whatever else it is for the words, for whatever it is that you're, you're trying to describe. But mental illnesses and mental disorders and personality disorders are not filler words. Those are not words that you just use to describe someone that pissed you off today. You know, that's how I feel. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I don't really like today's episode. But I'm not going to restart it. I'm going to leave it. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave it. And we're going to run a brief intermission. And then we'll come back. And we will do an advice column submission. And then we'll do Let's Get Deep. And we'll end today's episode, okay? Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, we are back. I actually listened to the playback. It wasn't that bad, so I don't know why I was tripping. Anyways, next on the list is advice column submissions and we don't have any today but reddit holding it down y'all know y'all know today's advice column submission reads dear constance my date won't leave my apartment help so a guy i'm somewhat seeing lives two hours away he came over to my apartment on sunday and was meant to leave this wednesday or thursday at least reason being he works from home and i only work three days a week so our schedules lined up today he's asked to stay until the evening so he doesn't have to drive in the rain I said I have plans to play games with his with friends tonight so he can leave at seven. Shortly after this conversation and agreement, he says, I'll just stay the night. I'll work. I'll work while you play games and leave in the morning when you leave for work. It'll be better for me so I can get more work done before tomorrow. I agreed and he could tell I hesitated and kept asking if it was okay. I really don't want him to stay, but I don't want to hurt his feelings. How do I navigate a conversation like this to get this dude out of my house today? Okay, I think you kind of fucked up when he asked if it was okay and you was like, yeah, it's okay. Like, if it's not okay, tell the nigga it's not okay. Matter of fact, tell the nigga to leave. Like, something like your home, you shouldn't feel bad telling people to leave. Like, that's your place. I don't know if he got a place. That might be why he's trying to finesse and stay. But you need to just, be, you know, put your foot down and say, hey, I want you to leave. And I don't think you can't not say it after even telling him he could stay. You told him he could stay, you changed your mind. Like, hey, you know what? I actually would like for you to leave. You just put your foot down and say, you got to go. That's it. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Because it's getting to the point where he's telling you what he think will be better for your house and your your house arrangements. Like, that's not what you, you ain't paying rent for him to tell you what he think he need to do as far as staying at your crib tonight. So put your foot down. If y'all have any advice for this person, please leave a comment down below in the comment section. Next. We're getting into Let's Get Deep. We have three cards. They are all from the deep category. First card reads, what do you absolutely hate doing and why? I really fucking hate cleaning the bathroom. Cleaning the bathroom is the worst house chore possible. I clean the bathroom every Sunday. And I fucking hate it. But it's also one of those things that when you do it, and after it's done, you're like, oh my God, my bathroom is clean. Like, I'll never be upset about a clean bathroom. Dirty bathroom, you're like, oh my God. But I fucking hate cleaning the bathroom. Like, I really fucking hate the toilet. I hate scrubbing the tub. I hate it all. I really hate it all. Cleaning the bathroom is the worst house chore. Like, I would rather wash dishes over cleaning the bathroom. What's crazy is cleaning the bathroom doesn't even take that long. It's just the fact that 
I know what goes on in the bathroom. So like I'm touching all this shit. Not literal shit, but might as well be literal shit. Like I don't know. I don't fucking. I hate cleaning the bathroom. Like if I have if I had housekeeping, I would just have them for the bathroom, clean the bathroom. That's it. That's it. And that's all. I can do everything else, but clean the fucking bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> what about y'all? What's one thing you absolutely hate doing? Leave it down in the comment section. I'm sure I could think of more stuff, but the bathroom is the first thing that comes to mind. Next card. If you could be fluent in another language, which would it be and why? I don't know why these are deep. There ain't nothing deep about these questions. Um, if I could be fluent in another language, it would be... Part of me wants to say Spanish. Part of me wants to say tree. Um, I say Spanish because I went to school for Spanish and I'm still not fluent. And that makes me feel like a failure. So I wish I was fluent to knock that off my list. I don't think I'm done aspiring to be fluent in Spanish, to be 100% honest. I think that's something that I will do before I die. Because I still, like, eavesdrop when I go to places and I hear people speak Spanish. I still practice it from time to time in my own, in, like, the privacy of my room. I just don't have anyone to speak Spanish with. And then I said tree. I don't even know why I said tree. My family doesn't even speak tree. Tree because that's, like, the common um, dialect of those from Ghana. But my family speaks, or my mom speaks Ewe. And then my dad was gone. So, I mean, any Ghanaian dialect I would love to be able to be fluent in because I feel so, uh, like, out of touch. Like, I want to travel to Ghana. I really do. But I want to travel to Ghana not with my mom. I want to travel to Ghana with my friends and show them a good time. But I don't speak the language. And so I feel like we'll get gypped and played. And I'll just feel very out of place not knowing the language. I just hate that I don't know the language. My parents never taught us. Well, we t we were taught like commands. I I know for sure. Um, we were taught like you know, come, go, sit down, shut up, things like that. Like I can I can do a command. I could do a hello. I could do a quick introduction, but that's about all you can get from me. Sometimes it's like you kind of understand what somebody said, but you don't really understand the full depths of what they said. I just wish I spoke it just so I could I could feel more in touch with the culture. Right now, all I got that's keeping me connected to the culture is obviously my blood and the food. And so I feel like I can't I can't not know how to cook Ghanaian food. Like I have to pass that down from generation to generation. But I really want my mom to teach my kids the language. My parents were adamant on like making sure we did English. We knew English. They didn't fix it too much on teaching us the language, but I'm not really, like, it hasn't ruined my life not knowing the language. It just would be cool to know that language, to have that. So, yeah, those are the two languages. The last card reads, if you could only keep one of your five senses, which would it be and why? Damn. I think I'm torn between taste and vision but i guess if i can taste and i can't smell then i can't really taste right that's how it works is you need to smell to taste you taste the smell like those senses work together i feel like hearing is the least necessary god don't ever take away my hearing but <laughs> i feel like i could do without hearing because you can read closed caption and things like that seeing is pretty big it's seeing and taste because i really love food so if i can't taste and there's no enjoyment in eating or food or anything. But seeing, seeing alone, I could still like, I couldn't podcast with seeing, but I could sign language, right? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. At first I was like, wait, if I see, can I just still do sign language? Sorry, I had a little slow moment there. But if I 
could see, I could do sign language and still be on YouTube still talking with my hands. So I don't really need my mouth either. I think eyes, seeing. Seeing for 5,000, Bob, I will pick seeing as the one sense that I would keep. Because vision gets you far. Like, you know where you're walking to. You know you know what you're doing. You know what you're touching. You know what you're looking at. You know who you're looking at. You just can see. You know what you look like. Yeah, you just can see. What sense would you guys keep? Leave it down below in the comment section. That's the end of today's show. What'd y'all think? How'd y'all like it? How'd y'all love it? Leave me a review and a rating if you love, 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 loved it. Okay? Um, make sure you are following Constancy Podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Constancy Pod. I forgot to say, if y'all need advice on the girl to call Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186. If you need advice, call that number. We'll play the voicemail that you leave for me on the next podcast episode. And I'll give you advice that way. You can also click the link down below in the description box or the link in my Instagram bio. That will take you to my advice column. And there you can leave a written submission. All written submissions are anonymous. Follow my personal pages on Instagram at Black Mocha. Follow me on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. I'm also on Pinterest. I'm also on Twitter. Follow my personal pages uh, at Black Mocha. Follow Constantly Pod. Screenshot this. Post it on your Instagram story. Tag me. Let me know you, na- let me know you made it this far. Please don't forget that this is a visual podcast. So you can watch it on YouTube and you can also listen to me on the go. Um, you can search for Consciously Podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And uh, you can listen to me as you go about your life. You don't have to worry about staying in the YouTube app. Or if you want to watch me on YouTube, just search for Consciously Podcast on YouTube. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I think that's all I have to say. I told y'all to follow me. I told y'all to leave a review and a rating. Make sure y'all do that. I told y'all to... Screenshot this and post this. I think that's it. I love you guys, and I will see you in tomorrow's episode. Peace. Okay, wait. I just came back. So I was sitting, right, and I was thinking about gold digging and how I'm like, you got to fuck to gold dig. I mean, you got to fuck to get money from a nigga. I think it makes the most sense, right, that you would fuck to get the money. Not that you're fucking in exchange for the money, but if you fucking, why not get some money? You get what I'm saying? I don't know. I was sitting and thinking about that. Ain't nothing wrong with gold digging. That's what I'll say, and I think I already said it. Just very interesting concept. Shout out to the ones that's doing it successfully. Shout out to them ones. But I'll be pretty pissed. I feel like gold digging is just a mutual, like, everybody everybody is in favor of the gold digging. The two parties that are gold digging, that are fucking with the, the guy or the girl that's fucking with the gold digger, plus the gold digger, everybody's like, everybody knows what they're doing. Right? I hope you're not getting finessed by a gold digger, because, like, it's pretty clear the girl want, or the girl, or the guy. It's pretty clear the person want the money, so that's why they keep asking for money. But just because you ask for money don't make you a gold digger. I don't know. I came back thinking about gold diggers. I'm like, okay, what really makes a gold digger? Just get your money. I don't think any of it matters. If that's the if that's the complex you got going with your partner, if that's what y'all decided the dynamic of the relationship is, you run with whatever makes your heart sing. Okay, now we ending it for real. Peace. Two four zero five eight seven three one eight six. Two four zero five eight seven three one eight six. If you need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's two four zero five eight seven three one eight six. Two four zero five eight seven three one eight six.